You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hello and welcome to episode 165 of the Soul Forge podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey, everybody. We've got a special treat for you on this week's episode of The Soul Forge podcast. This past week, I had the opportunity to do an author interview with Yanika, and you're going to hear all about this in just a few moments, but I guess got to say, had a great interview, had a great time talking to her and learning about her life. There are multiple ways to purchase her book, so I suggest you find one of those ways and do that. Uh, What we're going to do is play a promo for another podcast here on the ESO Network, and then we're going to get right in to the interview. It's about 20 minutes long or so, and I'll be right back at the end just to wrap up this week's program. The Hitchhiker's Guide to Podcasting has this to say about the weekly Earth Station One podcast. Mildly entertaining, not nearly as exciting as the popping of bubble wrap, but slightly better than listening to Vogon Poetry. Be mildly entertained by Mike and Mike as they tackle an assortment of geeky topics each week. Check out the Earth Station One podcast and let your inner geek out to play. All right, Soul Forge listeners, we've got a special treat for you this week. We have a public speaker, a writer, and a book club creator who goes by the name Unika. How are you today, Unika? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thanks for asking. Uh, You are doing a virtual book tour, and you're promoting your recent book, The Glow Up. Yes, I am. Okay. And uh, I have a little bit of a a blurb here. I'll just introduce our introduce you to our audience that way. Unika says that her work is inspired by her life and the triumph of becoming proud of who she is. She grew up in foster care and learned about independence early in her life. She didn't have anyone to push her to do the right thing, so she had to raise herself. She lived in multiple foster homes, group homes as well, and she went through a runaway stage and looked for love in all the wrong places. In school, she was only interested in reading and writing classes, but she made it to grade 12. But due to financial strain, she was not able to graduate. At 17, she left school and started stripping. She was addicted to the money and freedom she thought she had. She was stuck in an I'm-not-working-for-anybody mentality. But in reality, she had many employers. She worked for every owner whose club she danced at and worked for every man that she danced with. She got her hair done and bought expensive clothes and costumes to impress men who actually really didn't care about her at all and thought of all the women as the same. So for years she lived her life that way, and one day she got tired of being stagnant. She became uncomfortable with the thought of settling for less and got tired of not being able to go to sleep with her son at night. She got tired of seeing 
the club and the girls and the customers. And because she had a rough childhood, she wasn't able to continue this cycle as an adult. She wasn't going to put her son through that either. So she decided to recreate herself. She used her love for reading to study self-help and business books, and the books influenced her to get to the point where she decided to live her life by them. She was obsessed with becoming successful, but more importantly, becoming a better woman and mother. So that's uh, that's basically where we find you. So let, let's talk a little bit about that. You, uh, you, you grew up in Florida? Yes. Um, I was raised in California, in Ventura. Um, well, I was born in California. Okay. I was born in Ventura, California. Um, my dad, he was in the Navy, so we moved around quite a lot. And um, at the age of two, I was separated from my mother um, by my father, which I am writing um, some autobiographies on, you know, what happened with that. But um, at the age of 11, I suffered from physical abuse from my stepmother, who my father had married after my mother. Right. And um, that abuse is what changed my entire life. And it is what actually started everything that ever happened to me. Um, once I got into foster care, I was relieved because I didn't have to go through the abuse anymore. But the fact that my father had so willingly signed me and my brother away, he just signed his rights away. Um, that was a hurtful time. And I think that that anger is what made me run away. And um, I ran away a lot because I didn't feel like I had real family. So basically you, you felt but, you felt abandoned. Yes, I felt um, very abandoned. I never felt like any of the foster homes were genuine. I always felt like people were only dealing with me because of what they could get from taking care of me. Um, so I used to run away a lot. Um, at the age of 17, I dropped out of school. Um, I was always very, I was always very interested in reading and writing. Cause I was a girl, um, my stepmom used to take me to the bookstore and buy me series. So um, once I dropped out of school and started dancing, and I got to a place where I kind of had a reality check with myself, I just looked at my life and where I had come from, and I, I got tired, and I felt like, I had a feeling like all my life I was always losing. And um, when I had my son, I started doing better. And I got a job as a medical assistant. And um, I lost the job because I was so busy trying to balance working and going to the club that the club outweighed the work ethic I put at my job. So uh -huh. I lost the job and I ended up being back in the club after I stopped dancing for a year. So, um, of course, at first, getting back into the club, it was, you know, fun and eventful. But once it's your only source of income, it kind of takes a new light um, to you. So I started reading. Um, I started reading self-help books because as a little girl and in school, I always liked to read and write. So I read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Um, I read Robert Greene, Dale Carnegie, Dave Ramsey. Um, and those books helped me. And I remember taking Think and Grow Rich in my dance bag to the club with me. And when I used to um, have downtime in the club or when it wasn't that many people, um, I used to sit and read. And that mental and self-education is what helped me evolve. 
And once I got out of the club, I got a job at a call center for a security company. And even though I wasn't a major CEO of a corporation or anything, the fact that people saw this girl that um, was dancing from 17 years old and they saw that I changed, even though I wasn't exactly where I wanted to be and I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, I knew that the life that I was in, I wanted more. So people asked me, you know, what did I do to change? And I noticed that a lot of people started looking at what I was doing. So I wrote Blow Up because the methods in the book set the foundation for my self-reinvention. And I tell everybody that personal growth is a lifelong journey and you'll always be called to be a bigger person. And so that's why I call it the glow up because you're continually elevating. And this book sets the foundation in, in my eyes, it's the core elements of what you need to do to at least start your change. Oh, I, I like that a lot. That's, that's a, that's a great reasoning behind the title. So how, how long did you work in the clubs for off and on? Well, I danced. I only took a year off when I had my son. Okay. So um, I had took my pregnancy off. And then um, my son was about eight or nine months when I started back. And so I really danced for basically eight years. Um, but I took that brief, like a year and a half off right. mm-hmm. um, from the club. And what uh, what brought on the idea of getting into the, the self-help books? Was it just a, a sudden insight, a sudden flash of inspiration? Or did you talk to somebody who guided you? Or did you just figure it out on your own? Well, I always loved to read. As a little girl, I used to read fiction series. But growing up, I didn't have parents. So I turned to books. I turned to self-help literature because I didn't have a mentor to go ask, or I didn't have, have a parent or a grandma to go ask. So to me, I take reading very seriously because these authors that I read, they're my guidance counselors. They're my psychologists. So for me, the self-help was basically because I didn't have any, any other way to find the answers that I wanted. And the people that I was around, they weren't trying to do they weren't trying to change like how I was to, to better so they themselves were, yeah so I wouldn't go to them to ask them so I remember um I always admired Oprah and always studied when I when I really wanted to change I started really studying um influential people that are philanthropists and, and that you know came up from the beginning and um I remember seeing that Oprah read Think and Grow Rich about five or ten times and that was the first self-help book that I got and I still read it until this day and I realized that it's so much that you can learn by self-education and that's why now I have so many books and I swear by them because I didn't have any guidance growing up and those books really really helped me. Okay, and and so Think and Grow Rich, I, I've heard of it. I haven't read it myself. Uh, I've recently gotten into some self help books myself over the last five years. Um, so, is that would you say the major one that influenced you? Yes, um, Think and Grow Rich and the Forty Eight Laws of Power. Um, Think and Grow Rich. When people read the title, they'll think that it's like all about money, but the book really is about your subconscious mind and how to sub- 
how to influence your subconscious mind and how to have positive affirmations and the 48 laws of power. It taught me to have a different demeanor. Um, and it made me think a little deeper. So I would say the two books that really set the tone for, you know, my change is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill and The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. Okay, that, that's good. Our listeners will definitely uh, like to know that. Actually, what I wanted to ask you before we got off topic is uh, you and your brother were both in foster care. Did, did he get yes. to live with you in all the different homes that you were in or were you separated? No. Um, so me and my brother, my little brother, we got in foster care together. And the first home, we were together. And um, it was some issues with the the woman's grandson was bullying my brother. So me and her got into it. So I um, got kicked out of that home. And that basically started the trail for me of bouncing around from foster home to foster home. Um, he actually stayed at that foster home and got adopted. Uh-huh. Um, he didn't stay in foster care is nowhere near um, as long as I did. So, yeah, we were together um, at, at our first home, but after that, you know, I was on my own. And do you still have a relationship with him to this day or? Yes, I do. Oh, yes. good. Um, I'm actually growing, uh, I'm growing a stronger relationship with my family because being taken from my mother when I was two, I didn't ever see her again. And um, I never saw her or my family ever again. And so June, May, um, I was looking on a website and I found um, my family, my mother's side of the family. And I um, went out to meet them June for my birthday, me and my son. So um, as of now, my family, my brother, we are growing tighter because our mother passed away in 2015. So you know, we'll never get to see what our mom looks like. Looked like, right? Um, but we are growing um, a very close bond with our maternal family, our mother side of the family. Well, that, that's that's fantastic. So everything's actually coming together. Your your life is uh, solidifying, and everything's where you want it to be. No, I wouldn't say exactly where I want it to be because I don't have you know my mother, but I am entering. I'm I'm growing up again, right? And that's why I made this tour because I'm entering into a new phase into my life. And even though everything is not all together and everything is not how I would want it to be, I, I am making the best out of everything. And I think that's what I, um, that's why I made this tour is because, you know, I wanted people to know that you could still glow up and evolve no matter what's going on. So, so the path is becoming more clear. You're not where you want to be yet, but you're getting closer every day. Yes, Definitely. Definitely. Good. And so The Glow Up, this is your first book? Yes. And it, it was is. published in March, you said? Yes. It was self-published by me in March. Okay, good, good. And it, would you say it's a, a self-help book or more of an autobiography? Or a little bit of both? It's a self-help book. It's a self-help book. Um, the introduction is just a view of how I was feeling as a dancer and it just gives you a little feeling of what made me change. And then the rest of the book is basically the things that I did that helped me to change how I set my goals, um, how I have a self-evaluation at the beginning of the book, just to see where you are and, you know, where you are mentally, mm-hmm. um, where you are professionally, career-wise in your life. Um, I know a lot of people tell me that they get writer's block or 
they get stuck and can't think of ideas. So I put one of the examples and methods that I use for my creative process. I actually put that in the book. So it has a lot of um, methods and instructions for you to follow. So it's definitely an interactive book and it's definitely a self-help book. So from the time you decided to write the book until the time you actually published it, uh, how long did that take? And, and was it uh, quite difficult to uh, to motivate yourself to write every day? Or, or what was the story behind the actual creation of the book? So the actual creation of the book, I, was, I have a journal, and I journal every day. And I was actually writing the glow up without knowing that I was writing the glow up uh-huh. because I write so much. And... Every day I was just writing down different things that I was doing and I I couldn't express it to my friends because they didn't understand. So I put it in a journal Mm -hmm. and every day I was writing down, you know, I stopped hanging out with this person or, you know, I, I made up 12 month goals for this. So I was writing it and I didn't even know that I was writing it. And then once people started asking me, you know, what did you do to change and things like that? I went back to my journal and I just really looked at the progress that I had made and that's how the glow up was created. Oh, I, I like that. Uh, so it, it almost kind of wrote itself over, over time. Yes, it okay. did. That, that's, it did. that's a good way to do it. So because of all of your, your life experiences, the, the foster homes and, and the stripping and, and so on, how, how do you see uh, your self-esteem rate now? Are, are you getting close to where you need to be, where you want to be? That kind of question, I guess. Like, how do you feel about yourself? I feel more comfortable with myself than I've ever felt in my life. Oh, that's Um, awesome. Yeah. Me being a dancer already gave me a lot of confidence. It's weird because, you know, you would think it would be the opposite, but it takes a lot of confidence and a lot of strength for those women to go out every night and perform and things like that. So I already had... um, confidence I I know my self-worth has increased since dance since stopped dancing um it felt like when I was dancing even though I was confident in my looks I wasn't confident in what I was doing and I wasn't confident in the lifestyle that I was living so um my self-worth and my self-esteem was kind of low not because of anything physically but because I always felt like I could be doing better and I always knew that I should be doing more. Right. Okay. Okay. And, and since finding my family, um, I have, I used to have a lot of questions about myself as far as my personality or, you know, my looks and things like that and the way that I act mm-hmm. and, um, finding my family has made me more grounded and more appreciative. And I, I had a lot of questions answered about, you know, how I am, why I am the way I am. Right. And, and and have those been answered uh, by meeting your family or? Yes. Um, just seeing them. It used to be certain things that I would do or, you know, certain mannerisms that I had. And I mm-hmm. wonder, you know, where I got it from. Right. So just being around my family and watching them and seeing, you know, I, I got to see where I, where I get a lot of things from. So um, lately my self-confidence and self-awareness and everything is really at the top right now. Oh, good. That that's amazing. And uh, how is how is uh, your your son dealing with everything? Like, how old is he now? He's four years old. He's okay. Four, and he's he's very happy. I'm I'm excited. We're moving um, to Houston. 
to be closer to my family. Okay. And um, I'm excited too because he he's he wasn't used to all those aunts and cousins and right. great grandma sisters and things like that. So now that he has that, he is excited to move. He asks me you know, almost every day, when are we going to Houston? Oh. And then um, and then I am happy that I get to give him a life that I did not have. Right. And it, it makes me very proud. Oh, that, that's amazing. That's a great story. Sounds like everything's coming together. Where where could we actually get this book? Is it on Amazon? Is it from your website only? Or uh, how could our listeners pick up a copy? Well, the ebook and the physical copies are available on my website, MissUnika.com, M-S-U-N-I-Q-U-E-K-A. Um, and then it's also, the ebook is available on PayHip as well. And the physical copies are available at walmart.com. And there's two-day two free shipping when you order order on Walmart. Uh-huh. And then it's on eBay as well. So oh, there's wow. four different places where you can get the book. Okay, good. And, and I'm sure I'll put those in the show notes too so uh, our listeners can order them right off the uh off the website from from the link to the podcast so that's great um are there any other uh, unique stories that you'd you'd like to share with any of our listeners well i just want them to be on the lookout for um more books and i hope that everyone is taking this time to put their creative process into work and glow up and be the best that they can be that's that's an excellent idea. And uh, I guess the, the basic moral of the story is no matter how you start, no matter what you go through, you, you can always come out better on the other end. That's correct. Absolutely. Perfect. Well, definitely. Thank you for sharing your story with our listeners. You're welcome. Okay. And now, wasn't that a treat? Fantastic. I can't wait to get my hands on this book myself. It was a fantastic interview. Had a great time talking to her. Hope you had as much fun listening as I did talking. I hope you find time to grab that book. It sounds like you'll learn a lot, and you'll just be a better person for having read it. So come back next week. We have another exciting episode for you. Don't know what it's going to be yet, but as always, we're here for you week after week on the Soul Forge podcast. If you'd like to support the show, just remember coffee.com slash rusted soul. Leave a five-star review in the podcatcher of your choice. Take care, have fun, and remember, quit letting who you were talk you out of who you're becoming. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. Remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links. And don't forget to share the show with everyone you know. The Soul Forge Podcast is your best source for living your best life. Think about it. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.